My name is Brandy Mallory. I'm 36 years old, and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and this is my Cuffin' Season Chronicles. So I met this dude in college, and um, it was really cool because uh, I was dating my girlfriend at the time, and um, I was really, like, starting to experience feelings of not wanting to do that anymore. And um kind of nervous at the same time because I wanted to make sure that I wouldn't go back and forth like the whole double dipping thing. Like, I don't want to do, I don't want to call it bisexual because it's just not, <laughs> it's not that. I really wanted to be done with dating women and um, I wanted to focus on what my heart really wanted. I had just gone through a weight loss uh, journey and lost 150 pounds and I just gained like this whole different confidence about myself. And, um, like, we started kicking it, um, hanging out, talking uh, about life, um, things that I had experienced because I had taken, like, a year of my life to focus on myself. And um, I think, for me, he gained a lot of the motivation um, in life to, for uh, reaching his goals. And from him, like, I just I gained this natural love and, and joy for life because – He's excited about everything. Like, you could walk in a room, and he would light the whole room up, unless you were annoyed by somebody who is super, like, loud. But because I'm loud, like, I like that. Like, I, that drew me to him. Um, not only that, like, the idea of, well, first of all, he was chocolate. Chocolate is my favorite flavor in a man, well, really, in anything that I've ever dated. Um Chocolate has always been a choice. And and then I have a thing for gaps. Like, he has, like, the smallest gap, not not one that you could park a car in, but a little one. I liked it. So um, just physically attractive. And and then, like, I'm a Delta. He's a bros. So to me, like, it was perfect. <clears throat> so our first date, we went uh, to the Ferris wheel. It was real cute. They had... Um, it was lit up. I hadn't been down there since I came back to Atlanta. It wasn't there when I left. So, I, like I said, I was gone for a year. When I came back, they had this Ferris wheel downtown um, by Centennial Park, and he took me down there. Uh, it came with, like, a box of chocolates. We got on the, the Ferris wheel. We rode that. And then when we came off, they had, like, um, some horse and carriage rides to the side. And the horse and carriage ride that he picked, it was, like, red and purple. And I felt like it was perfect because again delta omega was like alignment to me it was the perfect carriage so got in it we had fun rode around the city um went to dinner we went and got a bottle um and chilled in the car and then we uh went inside and we ate and it was to me it was like a perfect first date um i i would say two years into our relationship um I found out he was sleeping with his baby mama. And that's probably, that was the first issue that I had. But I also know that 
Um, I like to extend grace to people because I'm human and I'm not perfect. And I also realized that I could have very well been the one that cheated on him because a bitch is bad. So I, um, I, I, I extended grace in that. Like I took my time and ultimately like decided that we would move forward and stay together. And then in the long run, I think because because it was his baby mama, I think I probably would have preferred it to be a rando because um, because it was somebody he had to be connected with. Um, I think that made it very hard for our relationship. So we would run into situations where we would be working out together in the gym and she would just pop up and now we're fighting. And I don't want to do all of that. Uh, I had gotten a job working with Monique and um, – being her makeup artist and I felt like anything I'm connected to would ultimately hinder my growth if it wasn't benefiting me in a positive light and having somebody run up on me while I'm trying to work out like that's just definitely not not it and I don't even really know if she was coming for me or more so just the anger towards him because of whatever he's put her through in their time together um Cause she really wasn't trying to fight me. She was really trying to fight him. Um, but then because I was there and she saw me, it still kind of ended up a, well, I'm gonna fight you too, bitch. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't deal well with disrespect. So, and I'm full forward motion, but even in that, like I had to take a step back and I realized like, these are decisions that aren't really becoming of me, the person that I'm trying to be, um, the the route I'm trying to take in my relationship. I also saw that um, a lot of me was changing. Like, my heart was getting cold. I didn't really, I don't know, like, the word love, because I'm such a lover. Like, the word love really shifted and changed to me. Um, I said, I've, I've, there's... This entire relationship was retarded from start to finish after you take a step back and you look at the reality and the meat of everything. And I think that a lot of times people don't take the time to reflect on the choices and decisions that they made um, throughout the relationship where they could have taken a left turn and they decided to continue just going straight. <laughs> um, we all, I think everything is a decision and um, I have to take accountability for myself and my actions because I could have saved myself from experiencing a few things there, but it was tumultuous the entire time, but I had so much love for him and what I saw, I'll say potential. They tell you not to fall in love with people's potential. I fell in love with his potential. Um, the direction that I heard him say he wanted to go, the things that I saw he could do because of the good that he does have in him. Um, but I think sometimes that negative, that bad that exists in all of us, um, it just was, it was real big in him. And I'm too good of a person to like really go, go through half of the shit that I went through with him. Um, I, uh, I, I think now, after the fact, having to clean up kind of the mess that I put myself in because I also now struggle with abandonment issues um, <laughs> just because I put a lot of 
I think as a woman, when you're in your, I think your most vulnerable moment as a woman is is finding out that you're pregnant. So I think this that's also if you're not married to the person that you become pregnant by. I don't. I think that that's a hard conversation to have for anybody. Um, but I think that the for somebody to tell you that they love you and the way that I was handled in that time period of my life, it didn't make sense. But I also don't understand with men why when you say, okay, well, enough is enough. I think that I'm going to tap out here. I'm good. That's when you want to come full forward motion with everything you really kind of should be doing. I don't know why. Why? You apply pressure in the beginning, then when you get the person, you get comfortable. And then when you feel like you're losing the person, you feel like you got to go back to applying all this pressure. And I don't know what it is about women that <laughs> see the shit going down and we still walk right back into the trap every time. And that's kind of what I kept doing. I kept walking back into this trap. And it's not that he's a bad person. He's just immature and wasn't ready for what I was looking for. And that's just the reality of it. And at the end of the day, the adult in me recognizes that. But I did some very immature things in the process that allowed me to see, okay, I need to not be around toxic, anybody toxic. If you're doing anything toxic, like I got to get away from you. So that's now transposed from just relationships with a man to like my relationships in general. Like as soon as I see any type of toxic behavior, all right, well, this is great. <laughs> I'm going to go this way because I don't want to I don't want to do it no more. I, that, that took a lot out of me for five years. I'm definitely going to take a lot more time in the future. Uh, I think developing a friendship with somebody, though I thought that I had done that because I knew him from college, I think that um, really taking time to get to know somebody before I get my emotions invested, um, that's definitely what I'm doing moving forward uh, in dating here in the ATL. Um I'm such I'm a very nice person and I think that that can get misconstrued but I'm also very intimidating because I'm blunt. So, I'm nice and I'll allow probably things to go on further than what they should. And so that's one thing that I'm working on is knowing when to be graceful and when not to. And then the opposite, um I'm also trying to soften some areas of me that are now hardened. So that moving forward, I'm not making anybody else pay for something that somebody else did. I think that's really important for my happiness. So I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to do things to honor myself and make myself happy. A lot of things that I also went through, um, mental abuse in the area of I do. I'm a very vocal person on social media. I love to dance. Everybody that knows me knows that I I'll pick somebody up. I'll twerk with uh twerk or twerk down all over your social media and that was also a problem and I I think that um making sure that I'm with somebody who appreciates me for me as opposed to this image that they want to create for themselves I guess and what they don't want their homeboys to see. Um I really can't be concerned with that cuz I mean <laughs> life is life is life. So at the end of the day, um, I think what should matter is, especially when it comes to social media, like I think what should matter is not what you're putting on social media, but how you carry yourself in life. Um, 
I'm not a hoe. I don't run around and act like a hoe. So why would you be, why would that be an issue, especially if everybody knows me for dancing? <laughs> like, it, it just, that's, that's stuff, that's energy I don't need to be around. So I have to make sure that moving forward, I'm with somebody who even understands who I am as a person so that the things that I'm doing or the decisions that I'm making career-wise moving forward won't be an issue. I don't need somebody if I'm out of town doing this tour calling me like I'm 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 meeting up and linking up with people while I'm out of town just cuz I'm not around them or on the phone with them 24/7 while I'm doing it like I am a businesswoman and I think that's hard too dating in Atlanta. Um I've noticed since that breakup it's hard to keep anybody cuz I'm always gone, always busy. So if they want to hang out, I'm and I'm not putting anybody before me cuz I've done that. I did that for 5 years. And I kind of took a few L's um career-wise, shit, fitness-wise, like physically, um I put on weight cuz I wasn't focusing on myself and now I'm working that that off. So like just making sure that I put myself first and I honor myself in everything, in every decision that I make. I can't really be concerned about somebody else's feelings right now. All right, Brandy. So thank you for sharing that interesting story. So y'all met in college. Mm-hmm. And this is like, like one of y'all frat parties or something like that. Oh, I, God. I mean, it was like, at I my graduate. So we pledged the same time. So I actually met him um, the Right before we graduated. Right. So we pledged that, that same semester. Um, and my first time actually noticing him was at my graduation party. Mm-hmm. Like some of the bros came through. And I was there with my line sisters. was dancing. And he leaned in and tried to kiss me. And that was my first time ever even, like, having any interaction with him. But Omegas really do be tongue kissing. like They really do. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> they really do. But the nigga inside of me liked that. And okay. unfortunately, like I, I just have to call a spade a spade. The 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 little boy that lives inside of me, because I have a lot of masculine energy. And again, I dated women for 10 years. So like when it happened, I was like, well, damn, okay, you're just gonna <laughs> you just gonna run up on me and try and tongue me down in front of my girlfriend, like I don't know, like the balls. I, I don't know. Like I liked it though. So I couldn't deny that. And that's kind of what sparked my first like I'm about to pay attention to him. And so I did. I watched him probably for two years before we ever did anything. Like, we just kicked it and hung out. So he had to wait two years to kick it with you after kissing you like that? Okay. So I don't like to play with people's feelings. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to – if I'm going to fool with you like that, like, I want to make sure that I really want to be around you like that. So um, I don't, I don't do whole shit. (laughs) It's just, I don't do it. So when it happened, I was like that, the little hole inside of me liked it, but I wanted to make sure like I wasn't just going to be out here bopping for a nigga. Like, Mm -hmm. because that, it seemed like a bop move. So I had to watch first. Okay. So plus he had a, he was in a relationship. Like right after that. No, 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 no. Right after that, he got into a relationship with another young lady uh, that we went to school with. So I really Mm -hmm. couldn't, do anything with him. Okay, so like, just going back to this kissing incident, uh, because I just had to ask, so like the girlfriend that you had, was she like a femme or was she a stud? She was a stud. I Dang, dated okay, little girls like, who stud, looked like little boys. Stud's a real territorial. Like, Very. She tried to fight him when it happened. And what'd he do? 
I mean, he was drunk. So ultimately, like his line brothers was yeah. right there, and they got they we separated the situation. Uh, but yeah, she she did she she basically like manhandled pushed him, uh, and he fell back into his line brothers, and they was like, "Bro, chill, just chill. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you tripping, dog." Like, and they carried him out, and it was it didn't really turn into a huge scene because it was controlled. We were in a controlled environment. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I bet you thought about it later on that night, didn't you? I did. I thought about it a few times afterwards, and that's, again, that was half of the issue. Okay, so, like, y'all finally link up. Mm-hmm. We started kicking it, like, one homecoming, mm-hmm. uh, right after I uh, came back from this television show that I did. Mm-hmm. And I had lost a lot of weight, mm-hmm. and we really started kicking heavy then. Mm-hmm. And we would just get together. We would drink, smoke, watch, uh, play cards. But, yeah, I mean, we would kick it. And play video games, whatever, watch TV. And um, I don't know, like I really enjoyed his vibe and the fact that he really didn't push up on me sexually. Like, I appreciated that because I really thought it was going to be opposite. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was like we established a friendship. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. Okay. So he didn't push up on you sexually. So how long did it take for y'all to become intimate? After we started kicking it really heavy when I came mm-hmm. back, like five months, we just kissed uh, a lot. Five months, okay. Yeah, okay. We just kissed a lot. Five months. That's a, that's that's a reasonable time for somebody that you like. Okay. That's yeah. A time like, like, I guess he was going through a relationship situation though. Yeah. So like, we kind of we kind of linked up talking about life shifts. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about breaking up with my girlfriend because it's not, it's not working. Like. I'm over here like, yeah, like I'm 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 not trying to date women no more. Um So he was still involved with his ex when y'all had sex? No, 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 no. Not when No, no, no. When we was kicking it though. Like yeah. when we was kicking it. Honestly, being in a relationship, I wouldn't appreciate my dude chilling with no chick the way we was kicking it. So and y'all like was kissing during this time too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. passionate kisses. Too. Yeah, like, yeah. and conversations like, I don't even talk to my girlfriend like I talk to you. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Oh. And I'm over here like, oh, God, okay. Oh. So, Ooh. Okay, so your story is sounding so, so, so familiar. But continue, <laughs> continue, continue, continue. Uh, yeah, so, um, I mean, I found out, I think we had sex, I'll say that November. We have been kicking it since, like, June. Mm-hmm. And like I broke up with my girlfriend for good. Like I was like, no, nah, I'm 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 really about to try dudes. <laughs> I'm gonna just stick. Up. I'm trying to I'm trying to go back to that side and stay. So I don't need to entertain this. I really had a conversation with God about it. And since then, really, I haven't I haven't had a need, desire, or want to. Um, even with everything that uh, I I experienced in that relationship, I I. I think that if anything, it showed me the relationship showed me that I do want to date men, like, mm-hmm. cause I haven't been like, oh, I'm about to go back over here and do like, mm-hmm. I just like, okay, well that was a bad apple. Let me get me together so that I could be right for the right person, yeah. as opposed to me saying, fuck this, I'm about to go back over here and do that. Okay, so yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> it's a lesson in everything. Yeah, and I had a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. A bunch of them that I needed to learn. I think also we have to go through things so we can connect. And yeah. I know that the life that I'm living is much bigger than myself. Yeah. So 
I'm a walking billboard of lessons yeah. <laughs> so that I can go out here and, and work with these women that I'm connecting with. Uh-huh. So ultimately, it is what it is. Okay, so y'all was kicking it hard, you know, but he was still going through his situation. Yeah. And, and then eventually he got out of that situation. Or so he said. Okay. Um, again, <clears throat> I thought that he, um, when we had sex, I thought they were broken up. Mm. And I found out later, like two years into the relationship, that they weren't. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like two years in, I found out who he really was, basically. And it was like a, a, okay, well, I'm about to step away because this has become too much. I don't know. I don't even know who you are. And he started presenting himself in a way in which, like, no, you can trust me. So that's what kept me there longer than the two-year time mark. Mm -hmm. But two years in, I found out who he really was. Okay. Okay. We're going to get to that in in a second. So um, y'all become intimate. And what what was that like, y'all first time? So I really appreciated our first time being intimate because <laughs> I was nervous about taking my clothes off in front of a dude. Like, I hadn't done that in 10 years. Yeah. Um, and then I had lost a lot of weight. Uh-huh. Um, and so I have a lot of loose skin. Uh-huh. And so I think that was one thing that I was really, like, agonizing over, um, which held honestly held me back from having sex with him uh-huh. for the time period that it did. Um it was really just me being insecure about my body and opening up. So the first time I I took all my clothes off <laughs> and he wrapped his arms around me, like I literally melted. Mm-hmm. He kissed my stomach. A lot of stuff that like really just broke down things in my mind yeah. and opened me up, like uh-huh. opened me up in a whole different way. Uh-huh. And I also believe that those are things that helped me there as long as they did because I didn't expect that one and I didn't expect it to feel the way that it felt. Mm. And the sex was great. Mm. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so after that, like, he basically like sauced you down all the way. Yes. I like getting my, my thing, eh? and he eats it a lot. Well, that that's, that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I think also that helped with my transition from dating women, too, yeah. because obviously that's something that, that's what I was accustomed to. Yeah. So, I I really appreciated that, <laughs> too. And, yeah. Okay, so two years later, he shows you the real him. Yeah, like. What was he doing? Two years later, like, little things started coming out. Like, he got his baby mama in an apartment. Um, after he asked me about it, like, he's like, you know, uh, she said she, she want to get a place. She need to get out her mom's house. I was going to sign a lease for her. I was like, I don't think it's a smart idea, you know, People liable to do anything and, and leave your name jacked up. And, you know, he was like, all right, well, I ain't going to do it. And then next thing I know, like, <clears throat> his baby mama popped up at my house. And that's where that's where the shit show started. Like, um, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I heard somebody beating on my front door. Um, she's ramming her car into his car with their kid in the car. Um, the police come. My neighbors are outside. Like, it's real crazy. Um, and that's when I found out that he had gotten an apartment for her. He had told her that they were going to move in together. Like, 
just was lying to her oh, about life because uh-huh. we lived together yeah. at oh, this point. Uh-huh. So that was an old answer. It's a double life at this point, right? And you've gotten now you've you've also went against like our conversation. Yeah. So when I say the safety aspect, like I don't think that we can talk through things and come up with a plan and work through things together. Um, I don't trust that if you do bring me something and we have we come up with, all right, I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You really gonna like you really just gonna go do it like mm-hmm. so what's the point in talking to me mm-hmm. um but yeah like it it was it was little stuff like that or telling me he was like making plans with me and then kind of like putting me on the back burner um and I don't know if that was because that was during the time period of him trying to be with his baby mama, but more so uh, from my understanding, it was so he could see his child. And I think that hurt more than anything, too, because I, I never, like, I never tried to come in between his relationship with his child or his relationship with his baby mama. Like, I kind of would try to present myself as a, a open person in that area. But now I'm in a position, like, I don't even want to date nobody with kids. Like, I don't want to deal with it at all. And I'm 36. Like, it's going to be hard <laughs> to date somebody who doesn't have kids. But I don't, I, I got to pay attention to what your relationship with your baby mama is like, what your relationship with your kids are like now. Yeah. Because, again, if I'm truthful, looking back, there are things that I saw along the way that I could have, I could have, I could have left a long time ago, basically. All right. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at all at that that year to two year year at the two year mark, all of that stuff happened. Like I found out I was pregnant. It was like a uh, one thing after the next. Oh wow! Like so when you I found out I was pregnant, I was like, okay, I kind of need to stay with this dude because I'm uh, pregnant. I'm finna have his kid. Uh, I'm not trying to do all of that. Yeah. So let me try and figure out how to work this out. And then when I lost the the baby, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. It's all right. Life goes on. <laughs> but when that happened, like the way what his baby mama did in return, that kind of took me out too. Mm. Like she called my phone, playing on my phone, like saying some real hurtful things. And it's just, a, I mean, it was just one like bullet after the next, it felt like yeah. that year. Uh-huh. And I don't think I really ever came back from that year. Yeah. Truthfully and, speaking. And 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 you stayed though after that though. Yeah. At after, that point that was low self-esteem. After all of it. Yeah. At that point that was low self-esteem. Okay, so when did you come to the point to where you was just like like what happened within you, you know what I'm saying, where it's just like, okay, you know what? Either I'm gonna leave you or I'm gonna die helping this bitch or something like that. Well, I mean I saw that nothing was changing. Mm-hmm. Like I think you try to give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. so much mm-hmm. um, that you really just like everything you say is falling on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. If you was on fire, I wouldn't even give a damn. Mm-hmm. Like when my heart started feeling like that, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's not that's not good. Mm-hmm. I got to go away. I got to get away from this because it's take the goodness in me is yeah. leaving. Uh-huh. And at first, like, my fr- also I noticed my relationships around me were changing. Like, my friends didn't want to see me like that. They didn't want to see me hurting like that. And I was literally going through, fa- I would even call it depression because I was crying damn near every day, like, for, like, longer than a year. 
it was every day yeah. where I would sit there and I would feel like, damn, like I ain't I ain't worth the nigga treating me right. Like I'm this bomb and I can't get a nigga to treat me right. Mm. Damn. Like I'm out here trying to give good shit back to the world and you want to bring me this? Uh-huh. That's fucked up. But you also said um, earlier that that you made some mistakes and some immature decisions. Mm-hmm. So what were those? Um, I have a reckless mouth. I say some real hurtful things, mm-hmm. real cut cutthroat things, especially when I feel like that's my that's all I have. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this thing can be a Uzi if it needs to be. Uh-huh. So I've said some very disrespectful things. Yeah. I have, um, I definitely went to social media and posted his picture on social media and said, this nigga ain't shit. Uh, This is what happened. How many likes you get? Oh, that bitch went viral. (laughs) Like, his grandma isn't even on social media, and she got a hold of it. Like, Uh. um, his mom has, like, a cheerleading squad. Uh, and, like, some of the cheerleaders went to the college that I went. Like, when they graduated mm. from high school, they went to the college I went to. Yeah. They saw it. They showed it to the bros. Like, it just, it went, yeah. it went viral. And uh, people was calling me, inboxing me, uh, DMing me, leaving comments. Uh, and, you know, I saw some comments that, like, even I think about to this day. One girl was like, if she go back, she weak. And I think about that. Mm. I thought about that a lot. Cause yeah. I stayed yeah. after, even after, like I posted that after I had the miscarriage, uh-huh. and then his baby mama called me saying some of the things that she was saying on my phone, like, "Oh, uh-huh. yeah, he told me that you lost the baby." Um, uh, Ad had like laughing and shit on my phone. Um, oh, 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 yeah, like real devilish yeah, stuff, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, and so, I I mean, and I was kind of doped up on the meds that the doctor gave me when when it happened. So at 2.30 in the morning when she called me, I literally got off the phone with her and pulled up my social media, and I posted it on Facebook, and I posted it on Instagram. So by the time I woke up that morning, I I couldn't even tell you how, how, how far that, that, that message went around. But it was in everybody's inboxes. Everybody was sending me conversations that they was having with people from it. Like, uh-huh. Charlie sent me, what is this? Brandy, yeah. take this down. What you doing? And I, I didn't care. Like, I yeah. felt like that was my stance. Like, yeah. no, I tried to talk to your mama about this. Oh. I tried to talk to your baby mama. Like, I tried to be an adult yeah. in this situation. I tried to talk to you. Uh-huh. So, okay, fuck it. I'm about to just out your ass. Like, mm. it's, it is what it is. So what did he say? Um, uh, Initially, he called me crying. Basically, uh, real shit. He called me crying. How could you do this to me? All of this. And I'm sitting there like, nigga, how could you do it to me? <laughs> what you you mean? having personal conversations with your baby mama oh, about baby. me? Oh, oh, damn. Why does this story sound so fucking familiar? <laughs> like, what is happening? Uh, where's, where's our relationship? Mm. I don't think we have one. So fuck you. And that's how I felt. <laughs> and I still feel that way to this day. When we when we argue about it, yeah. that's the one thing he'll go to. Yeah. Like, you know, for women, oh, nigga, you cheated on me. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, that's the only thing he can go to. That's why he goes to That's me. all he has because I was good to him. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I felt vindicated in the moment. Like, I don't care. And I don't care. And, and every day when it comes up, every day to this day if it comes up. I'm going to forever say, I don't care. But I, I do care about how it made me look to my yeah. followers. Yeah. Because it didn't, 
it didn't make me look good either. Yeah, yeah. And I acknowledge that. So that's why I say, like, I had to pay attention to the immature things. I kicked his car in one time. Like, oh, he just <laughs> had me on some crazy stuff that I don't, I didn't want to be on. I didn't, I'm not like that. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to uh, say I'm not like that because obviously I did it. Yeah. But I also know myself and I know where my anger and temperament will take me. And I don't want to be, I don't think it's good to be around somebody who could take you there. Uh-huh. And he definitely has that ability to take me there. Uh-huh. And I definitely, I mean, I paid for it at the end of the day because yeah. yeah. he's also the type of person like I'm calling the police then. Oh. I'm pressing charges <laughs> then. And again, I'm working for Monique. I don't want to like deal with like I don't I don't want to bring no heat or drama her way. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to no she no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not trying to mess up my check. Let me just go on and yeah. go on and pay for it. So um, I pay for my my um, discretions, but yeah. and I think as an adult, like I looked at them and I I took away from from it what I could have done differently. Uh-huh. And not done it at all. Like, I could have not been there at all. And uh-huh. I kept staying. Uh-huh. And so that's really what the issue was. I kept staying. So I was really mad at myself. Uh-huh. I wasn't mad at nobody else. When I kicked the car in, I wasn't mad at you. I was mad at me. Uh-huh. I was mad because at any moment I could have walked away, I stuck around. And now I got to walk through this pain right now yeah. and deal with this because I stuck around uh-huh. trying to be a good woman. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so... Th- Despite y'all going through all of this, and even after you decided to walk away, were y'all still having sex? Yes. (laughs) 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 Yes, because, again, I live in Atlanta, and these these Negroes out here ain't, ain't honest. They be having, like, five different chicks, and they be fucking them raw, they they might even have a dude on the yeah. down low. They be having 12 kids. I just, then, then honestly, I realized I can't date a man who don't eat pussy. And he's spectacular at that. So it, it, it was hard. Okay, so I'm pretty sure, like, when y'all would have sex, like, you would be mad. You see him, you'd be like, this nigga right here, man, fuck you. But then as soon as y'all have sex, it's like, like that's probably like the most peace y'all had was when y'all was yeah. having sex. Sex and is something that kept us together for a very long yeah. time. And then yeah. afterwards, you would be mad once again. Oh yeah, mad because damn, I didn't get this nigga some pussy. Yeah, damn. you probably cry sometimes too. Oh yeah, right there trap. next to him. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh. yeah. Like how again? Mm. That's when you have to realize, okay, this low self esteem. At this point, mm. this is turning into low self esteem. I don't know what, I don't know how I got here, but it started out as let me just be love. I don't think anybody's ever shown him like real love before. Let me just be yeah. unconditional love and be a shoulder he could cry on, somebody he could talk to, somebody who's gonna hold him down. And then you realize that holding you down shit is like for the birds, and I'm gonna just hold me down because <laughs> you got something different going on. Okay, so y'all was still having sex afterwards. So at what point did you say, you know what, sex is done too? Because that's when you done done, when you cut that all the way off. I have not stopped. Oh, shit, my nigga. My nigga. Give me, give me some. Give me some. That's how you do shit. Yes, I have good. not stopped. There's nothing um, wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, look, hey, we all need a little toxic shit in the every now and then, you know what I'm saying? That's... Just like drinking alcohol. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like yeah. that. You know what I'm like you can't binge out, drink alcohol because yeah. you fuck yourself up. 
But you know, every now and then, you know what I'm saying, it's cool to have some Hennessy straight. I agree. Uh, exactly. I agree. I know what I'm getting when I walk into that situation. Mm-hmm. I know it's I know what I'm gonna get. Yep. It's not it's not a question of like, damn, what is Dick Hen like? You know, I don't I, I maybe women don't talk like that, but I do. Yes, they do. <laughs> but or uh, what that what that mouth do. Like, you know, you you trying to figure out yeah. I don't have to do that here. Uh-huh. I know I know what it is uh-huh. at this point. Um, I'm not dating anybody exclusively. Uh-huh. If I was, I wouldn't be doing that with him. Yeah. But I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm really focused on me. So yeah. when I want to get my rocks off, I why why yeah. I gotta why I gotta switch it up? Like, I don't uh-huh. I don't want to figure out if somebody la- whack in bed. Like uh-huh. I would just yeah. rather go where I know is right. Okay. Where the wood is good. I would like I would just go there. Mm-hmm. So and y'all went to the same college and y'all were both Greek. So I'm pretty sure y'all link up sometime during homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to your homecoming, so I know, I know, I know. And then you know how it is. You when you see that one person at homecoming, you like. Mm-hmm. You go to texting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yep. hey, big head. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. Dang. Okay, so you haven't stopped, but you. But I still. I mean, I. But still you've addressed do. everything that you've gone through. Yeah, and my energy is different. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've my energy has shifted, mm-hmm. and and those are the conversations now when we do talk. It's like, man, like you used to tell me, like, don't let me lose these butterflies, because mm-hmm. when that changes, like you mm-hmm. change, and I should have listened to you, because mm-hmm. I want my brandy back, yeah. and I'm like, nah, baby. And y'all the same age, right? No, I'm older than him. I'm uh, four years older than him. Okay, okay, but that's still bad. that's still bad for him because is he single? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's saying that he lonely. That nigga lonely. He's. I mean, <laughs> you can when be you know fighting. what you when you know what you possess, uh-huh. and when you know you had a good girl, because I'm I I could be out here like that, mm-hmm. and I'm not. Yeah. I also think watching people that I spend a lot, like I'm close to and I spend time with, watching how they do. They're significant others. Yeah. That's also something that's got me mm-hmm. like, bro, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good people, and yeah. they doing grimy shit. I be like, bro, I don't know about marriage right now. <laughs> I don't know about any of that because okay. I see so many people mm-hmm. on some fuck shit. Yeah, that's true. But here's the question. like, If you got married, can you see yourself being faithful the entirety of your marriage? Because of what I went through with him, mm-hmm. I would say yes. Okay. Because I never cheated on him. Mm-hmm. And and when I when I told him, oh, I'm gonna go talk to other people. I'm fi- I'm finna go on dates with other people. When that started happening, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you on that? Well, I'm finna be on this. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still awkward sitting across from other people. It was like, okay, let's see how this gonna go, because you still emotionally are connected to the to to that other person. And when that person was it for you, like in your mind, like this is my person. Mm-hmm. I'm finna go out this world with this person mm. by my side. Like uh, I had told, like that's that's uh, there's nobody that's else bad. for me. That's bad. That's bad. When there's nobody say- else for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when you, yeah, when you presenting things, it's like opposite of what my mind was. <laughs> My mind was taken in and rolling with, and the things that you were saying, they're opposite from the things that you were saying. You even wanted here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like that's when it's like, well, wait a minute. And I would tell him, like, when I would peep game, like, yeah. dude, like, mm-hmm. 
don't let me get out here because as soon as people find out I'm single, yeah. it's going to be a problem. Yeah. You already have a problem with people inboxing me now. You have yeah. a problem with people's comments under my post now. Mm-hmm. You have a problem with that. When I'm single and I put it out there, mm-hmm. it's going to get worse. Yeah. It's going to get worse. Yeah, because niggas be lurking. Niggas be lurking. Yo, friends. Uh, oh. <sighs> it's going to get worse. Oh, so they did shoot that shot. For, yes. The brothers? Yes. And he knows about this? Yes. So you know what? See? Mm. And what did, and what did he do? I mean, do? when I told him, bruh, you for real? But I think that he doesn't believe me because he's think, he thinks I'm on some salty shit. But no. No. Mm. At your house, too. Try me at your house. But okay. Them your people. Damn. <laughs> oh. He believe that shit. He believe that. He does. He but he doesn't know what to do about it. Yeah. Because you go, you going to end a friendship over somebody who you're not even with anymore? It's a respect thing, though. Oh, definitely. That's a respect I thing. I would say something. Yeah. But that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I talk a, a lot. So, yeah. I mean, but the truth of the matter is I would say something. So talk about that process of you facing everything that you went through, all of that pain and the journey of getting through that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, God is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But I... Also having people who are supportive, no matter what, like Mm -hmm. that unconditional love Mm -hmm. aspect Um, that when I when I when I kicked the door in and I had to go to your house and like I'm crying, sitting there talking about this that I did. Mm -hmm. You're not sitting here like, girl, you crazy. You done kicked the car in and you still over here fooling with him. But as opposed to like, I really want you to see something different for yourself. Mm -hmm. I love you no matter what, and I'm here for you. Like, I just, that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. I didn't need nobody telling me, girl, you crazy for this, that, and mm-hmm. the third. I I feel it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel crazy. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to hear yeah. I am crazy. I just needed to hear you deserve better yeah. from the people who supported me. I needed to hear that, and more, probably more times than what they wanted to tell it to me, too. Like, I, 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 I'm sure they were tired of saying, Brandy, I don't want to see you like this anymore. Yeah. Brandy, I don't want to hear these stories. I don't like hearing this. Yeah. As opposed to just throwing me away mm-hmm. and saying, okay, well, you got too much going on. I'm going to go over here and do that because I wouldn't do that to a friend. And some of them, like, left. Like, mm-hmm. left me. They wouldn't invite me to things <laughs> anymore because I'm sure that energy is transferable. And I know already, like, I have magnetic energy. So, People are used to me being happy and up all the time, um, high energy, and I start coming around. And, I mean, this this uh, black cloud, I would call it, uh, lingered over me for probably a year and a half. Mm. I just got last year mm. was when I was like, all right. Mm-mm. And, there's the, like, uh, being on the road with Mo, she, she would tell her story, and there's one part of her story she speaks of being like, um, at the height of her career is when she was at her weakest emotionally. Um, I would, I would, I would say that like my height of my makeup career, like this is the highest point in my makeup career, but I felt the lowest and the weakest emotionally. Mm. So, and it was like, it was like, it was weird. It was like having an outer body experience. Like you're there, but you're not really there. Mm. You're you're a shell version of yourself. I didn't really start coming back into myself until like the end of last year. Wow. That's when I really like started tapping back into like no, 
fuck mm-hmm. everybody and everything else and it's 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 me and you mm-hmm. me and brandy like i know that we're the same person but <laughs> i'm just saying it's me and me like no i don't care about what nobody else think or say right now i got tunnel vision on what that's, i'm trying to do that's beautiful that's beautiful that's beautiful so you made it through all of that you found you i'm pretty sure it's harder to date you now oh yeah <laughs> i feel bad for i feel bad for everybody yeah. honestly like and i mean i'm a flirtatious person i yeah. flirt with everybody but to take take me seriously or for me to take somebody seriously rather like yeah it's very hard okay. it's been very hard so what's next for you because like you know 36 you vibrant you out here doing your thing yeah you know what i'm saying like are you open yeah i'm definitely open i'm i'm really waiting on the opportunity to hang it all up so I could just yeah. I could just live life and be yeah. happy. Like I really don't want to have to worry about shit. And when I say worry about things, I mean like I don't want to be on the road traveling, working, and be worried about what my dude is doing mm-hmm. like at home. Like yeah. what, what? Yeah. he's got a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. What is he doing with it? You know, I want to just let you live. I think that that's the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be who you are. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be who I am, and mm-hmm. together we're supposed to be bomb as fuck. Yeah, but. For whatever reason, I think that last situation, it it, it was like, nah, she's bomb. Mm. I don't want anybody else to see her bombness. I must keep it contained. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not, you can't, I am not somebody you can contain. Like, it's just, I'm not going to be happy. And then that's just going to be a shit show if I'm not happy. Yeah, I'll so, I know, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's moving forward. I'm just personally focused on myself like i said yeah. um i i'm coming out of a situation where i spent five years like trying to focus on a relationship yeah i'm definitely not focused on a relationship i'm definitely open to dating um hanging out getting to know somebody and i think moving forward the things i wasn't paying attention to when i thought that i was building this friendship over yeah. here like i'm i'm gonna be 10 times more attentive to mm-hmm. The next time I establish a friendship with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? Like, people like us, like, you know, saying that move around a lot and, and, you know, always busy. You need somebody that's just as busy as you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way that's really going to work. You know what I'm saying? Especially, like, because I tell women in my industry all the time, like, it's hard for you to date. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for you to date because at the end of the day, like, certain men, if they don't have – some of the same stuff going for themselves, and then they sometimes they feel intimidated. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they take advantage of all the free time, uh, whatever. I've Look at Wendy Williams. <laughs> yeah, I've experienced both the duality of both of those things. Um, um, you know, when when we broke up, though we were still together, mm-hmm. <laughs> I I told him I said I'm gonna date other people. Yeah, like this just is what it is, and I did, and I you know. I've experienced a lot of things during that time period yeah. uh, where it was just, all right, well, I'm going to put you on ice and I'm going to go over here and I'm going to see what other people got going on. I'm going to go on dates. I'm going to enjoy life. Um, but I think, so one guy was uh, dating. We still be kicking it now, but he bought me a ticket to go to Texas. 
and to meet his best friend. And I didn't go. Like, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't go because I, that's when I knew I needed to figure something out and I needed to put my feelings to rest or just be in the relationship with my ex because I literally, like, froze from going on that trip because I didn't want to hurt him, mm. my ex. Like, if he were to find that out, like, he would probably be crushed. And most people would be like, fuck that nigga. Like, I <laughs> hurt his feelings. Go for it. Yeah. But I was just like, no, I want to keep the dick. <laughs> and if he finds out, he's probably going to think we're having sex, which we weren't. That's not... Again, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't get down that fast. So, yeah, I hadn't, and I think in his mind, because he found out, he did find out about the tickets. Somehow he had access to my email, and I didn't know that. Mm. And so, like, he asked me about it when, like, you know how the flight uh, reminder itinerary will come, and they'll be like, your flight is scheduled, like, be don't be late, whatever, you know, the little email they send out. And it had the purchaser's information on it, and it wasn't my information. And like, I. So where the, are you going? For the longest, where yeah. You going, bro? Like literally, he 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 gave me head, and then when it was, when he was done, he was like, "So what's up?" Oh shit! No, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Wait, wait, wait. So he goes down on you. Yeah. And then when when. Oh my god! He mops you up and then finds out that you're getting fooled out by another dude. Yeah. Oh my god! That's the ultimate betrayal. Man, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, all the way out. Because it ain't no telling what else he was doing while he was down there. So with that being said, dude, ain't no telling me. He probably gave you the the premium service down there, you know what I'm saying? And and then, shit, and you you getting food up? Oh, hell no. Man, I would have left. I would have blocked you. I would have blocked you. You know know what? Nah, I'm petty as hell. I'm petty as hell. You know what? I would have did some shit to real life reverse the energy back on you. I had you feeling bad. Well, ultimately, that's what he did. He did make me feel bad about it. Like, and I, and I didn't go because I didn't want him to think that we were having sex. So I was like, I didn't. I, I'm not gonna go. And he's like, Nah, you 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 got the mm-hmm. ticket. Go. Yeah, go ahead, go then. Go on and go. And I'm like, Nah, it was a business move. Like, I'm just I'm trying to sell this dream of. It ain't like that. I just was going on this trip to to meet with an investor. <laughs> oh my gosh, she brought her dream into it. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, you gonna always remember that one. That's a lot you always gonna remember. Right I am, mm-hmm. I am. But I didn't like that moment. Yeah, of course you didn't like that. I didn't like that, and I said, okay, well, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. I'm not a good liar either. So I just had to straight up tell him, like, well, no, I haven't had sex with him. I'm not saying he wouldn't have tried me if I would have went on this trip with mm-hmm. him, because I'm sure he would have. Yes, he would have. But you don't not, give a I fuck. I was like, we're not together. I did golf. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, we're not together. You, you, you did all the shit you did. Like I was good to you. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I told you I'm gonna date uh-huh. other people. Uh-huh. You just didn't think you didn't think a nigga was really gonna buy me fly me out. Here's the point though: he ain't had to find out after going down on you. That's different. Well, that's dirty. <laughs> that's dirty. He shouldn't have been signed into my email, and he never would have. Cause it's like as soon as he finished, he got the email. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he was Hell like, no. oh my God. So this nigga done that ate you out. He was like, wait a minute. Uh, he done ate you out. Wait, wait, wait. This one, like, he got the alert while he was already down there. He was like washing off his face. So <clears throat> he finished. And the, so the way he rotates is like he'll go three and four times. Whoa. I mean, it's immaculate. It's amazing. That's why it's hard to walk away from. But he stays down there. So he was there for a minute. And then, like, his cousin called him. So he's talking to his cousin, and we stopped for a second. And I went to the car. Oh, yeah, he like, mm, he, he talking to his cousin, just rubbing <laughs> on your clitoris at the Yeah, time. and then mm. I guess whatever happened in their conversation, it got a little serious. So he went in the bathroom, finished the conversation. I get up. I go out to the car because I went to go grab something out of the car. I don't even remember what it was. But I did. When I came back in, she left he, a said, in the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, Yo, you was going to Texas? And who the fuck is Bernard? <laughs> and I was like, um, huh? And that's how that started. Like, literally, I was like, what? How do you know this? Like, that's all that was going on in my brain. Like, how the fuck does he know any of this? So who did is y'all he fin- talking to? So after this whole ordeal, did did y'all finish what y'all was doing? Or was it that that was it? He, oh, he no, it up. was over with after that. Uh, he, he, he. I guess he told his cousin, because um, he was on the phone with his yeah. cousin when he found out. Like, uh-huh. again, it was like, I just ate this girl pussy. I'm just on the phone with my cousin, and I get this email. First of all, I didn't even know you was going to Texas. Then a whole nother nigga bought the ticket. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I mean, I just, all I could do was stand there and say, like, what? I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. And my defense was, I, we're not together. Uh-huh. I told you I was going to date other people. You didn't think dating other people would come with tickets, maybe? It's the timing. Oh, it was it's definitely the, time. the timing. I mean, I mean like, he issue. can't get mad at you, like, somebody trying to get at you and fly you out or nothing <laughs> like that because, you know, at the end of the day, you got to play the game how it go. You know what I'm saying? You got to play the game how it go at the end of the day. But the timing of it, oh, fuck no, nah, I've been pissed too. How about no? No. <laughs> next time you would try me, next time you would try me, somebody, um, so you want to come over? No. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have came back over there until I was ready to come back over there. And that would have been whenever. But I think he had like a guilty conscience because of all of the stuff he put me through. So in he his mind. No he don't have no choice at that point. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's so much deeper than even the things that we've discussed on this. Like uh, in this. He done uh, stood me up on dates. Like I'm sitting there waiting on a nigga to pick me up. And he didn't show up. And, and never called. And when we talked. It would be like, oh, I, my my cousin went through something. I had to be there for my cousin. Well, wait a minute. Why you couldn't pick up the phone? Mm, like, shit that just yeah, didn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, so. Hanging with another bitch. Ain't no. Exactly. You, <laughs> and you can't you can't tell me different. Like, uh, because I'm not stupid. Okay. Uh, so he like, fuck. I, don't, I mean, what can I say? Well, I can't be mad. You right. Okay. And so, like. Uh, I mean, because we lived together. So even after Ooh. we was not together, we still lived together. Uh-huh. He Again, he works out of town. So, like, we would only be around each other physically when he came came home. Yeah. And that would only be for maybe a month at a time. And he would be back out. So during that month. He is truck driver or some shit? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> floor. He does flooring. Oh, okay. Um, then, like, he travels and does, like, hotel chains, like the Hilton and stuff like that. So... When he would be in town, like, that's kind of when we would reconnect, rekindle. Mm-hmm. And when he was out of town, he would use that time to 
converse. Like we would have our conversations about what's going on mm-hmm. between us. Why are we not working? That's why when he would come back in town, it would be like, all right, mm-hmm. well, we've been buttering this up for a minute. Let's fuck. Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of. afterwards, it's yeah. back to the same old same Yeah. Way. It uh, was a cycle. Yeah. It was literally a vicious cycle. And I was tired of going down the same rabbit hole. That's, that's just all it was. And I emotionally said, you're going to have to disconnect. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wouldn't go. I wouldn't fly as high as I could mm-hmm. possibly fly and soar mm-hmm. as Brandy Elizabeth Mallory. If I was connected to him. Okay. So in closing, you know what I'm saying? You know, moved on. You still dibbling and dabbling. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your nails fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got to get your knees fulfilled. Tell I mean, it's, like look, it, 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 it's it's a nympho situation. We can call it what it is because, I mean, it's an addiction. Yeah. I think that's an addiction yeah, at this point. Yeah, an addiction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. Okay. So, like, in closing, in the event that you do meet this uh, new guy who may possibly sweeps you off your feet, is it gonna be hard to cut cut off the sex? Yes, and I'm 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 scared about that. I, I realize that sex is something <clears throat> that keeps me and him very connected, mm-hmm. um, and it will be the very reason, the only reason we will hit each other up. Um, so I know. In dating somebody new, it's going to be hard for me to want to have sex with the new person because I've already told you, like, well, I know what this is doing and how it's doing it. Hmm. I don't know what you got going on. So, and I don't really want to teach nobody nothing right now. So, (laughs) if you don't know how to work your own machinery, I don't want to, like, I just don't, I don't want to train you right now. So I would say, yes, it's going to be hard. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe a part two to this story. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I appreciate you coming through, definitely, man, and uh, telling the story that just was like, it's like deja vu a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's another episode of Cover Season Chronicles. Appreciate you coming through, Brandy Mallory. Let them know how they can follow you and support you because you are doing big things out here. Yes. Y'all follow me um, on all social media platforms. This is my first and last name, at Brandy Mallory, B-R-A-N-D-I-M-A-L-L-O-R-Y. Um, that's everywhere. Shout it straight across the board. Y'all also follow at Two Dope Girls in the Gym. It's a podcast for uh, weight loss and and fitness um, from an extreme weight loss perspective. You know, a lot of times people feel like, you know, it's hard to lose 10 pounds. Imagine somebody trying to lose 100, and um, I've lost 180. So life must go on, and we are here to show you how to get through uh, setbacks, even like what what we discussed on this podcast today. Like, I had to still push and fight through because I do represent a whole lifestyle for women out there and I know that they're looking up to me and I have to show up for those people and so I had to fight through all of this silently Mm -hmm. but also show up and be this presence that people are know know me to be so like life goes on even when you're going through tumultuous situations and we, I think that one thing that Two Dope Girls in the Gym offers is providing a space for you to understand how to get through those times. So follow us there as well. All right, nothing but pure dopeness. And that's another episode of Cup of Season Chronicles. Out! <laughs>